Good morning and welcome back to the Brenham ISD Today Show, where it's always a great day to be a cub, even in midst of a pandemic. I am your host, Jessica Johnston, and our guest today is Brenham ISD Superintendent Dr. Walter Jackson. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, Jessica, and thank you for having me again. Absolutely. So this week we heard Governor Abbott announce that schools are to remain closed through at least May 4th. Now, I know that we suspected that something like this was coming, but what does it mean for Brenham ISD? Well, first of all, I want to thank our parents and community uh, and, of course, our school board for uh, their support and patience as we adjust and find our way through our current circumstances. Um, I end each day with gratitude for you all and for our BISD team during this highly unusual time. As much as we hope that we might see the end of the stay-home directives before May, we're committed to protecting the safety of our staff and our students and our community, and certainly we will follow all regulations from the state and local authorities, and we, we certainly thank our governor and our president for their leadership at this time. Absolutely. So also this week, Burnham ISD has rolled out our online and paper at-home learning. Tell us what went into making those decisions. That is correct. And so online and paper at home learning began, uh, will begin Thursday, April 2nd. And uh, the next update and content will be released next week. And so now that we're rolling, we will have this out every Thursday. Uh, our curriculum and instructional team and many, many others, our principals and others, have been re researching the best ways to meet the unique needs of our very learners and, and we've developed a thoughtful first phase of our at-home learning plan. I think it's important for the entire Brenham community to understand uh, we, we have such a wide variety of learners and our kids come from all types of homes and our kids are experiencing all types of home lives and so it took a lot of time for us to look into how do we address the students that have access to internet at home? How do we address the students that do not have internet access at home? And it is a huge undertaking because while we may not be as large as Houston ISD, we still have 5,100 students in this school district and to make packets for dyslexia kids, packets, packets for special education students, packets for bilingual students, I mean it takes a lot of work in addition to our general ed students. And so we thank you for your patience, we thank you for your flexibility, and we do apologize, but we, we realize this has been quite frustrating, but it just takes a lot of time to unfold these things for that many students. There are a lot of students that are going to be picking up these packets and what have you. And I think we have seen, we've been talking about this with our leadership team, we've seen some districts do a very quick rollout of online or at-home learning and have some things backfire. So I think that we just chose to take a more thoughtful approach and really try to look at every angle of the situation to try to make the best decisions that we can with what we have. Absolutely, and we embrace all of those online activities and all those online programs, but sometimes when a whole lot of people get on them at one time, they crash. That's right. And so we, we have a hybrid situation here. So we've got packets and we've got internet options, and our teachers are doing a phenomenal job. Uh, I have a daughter at home and she's already working. Her teachers have already reached out to her and she's got homework forever. And so I love it and I love the fact that we're being innovative, we're introducing new materials and we're promoting a new learning and what have you. And so thank you to everybody that's supporting our efforts. Yeah, and just want to note too that we will continue to evaluate this plan and we will make changes where necessary. Absolutely. So what tips can you offer parents, I'm listening, because I'm also a parent with two children at home right now, for successful learning at home? Well, you know, that's a good question. 
Number one, I think kids thrive on routine. I think kids actually thrive on routine. Sometimes they fight us about getting up for school in the morning. They fight us about what time breakfast is and how early we need to drop them off. But kids thrive on routine. So parents, we strongly encourage you to have a routine for your kids. Establish a routine so that they can have maximum success. Rise and shine early. Set a, set a wake up and a get ready time to and be consistent with that. Kids sleep until 12 o'clock. It's not going to help with the whole learning process if kids are waking up 1, 12 and 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Establish a productivity mindset. Have your students get dressed, brush their teeth, complete household chores, and let's get ready for learning. Learning is fun, and this is just the new way of doing that for right now. We're all educators right now. Uh, everyone that's listening to me are educators, and we just have to all do our part to ensure that our students are going to be successful and continue on their learning journey. Most of all, you have to create a home learning schedule that works for your family. What works for my family may not work for your family. Those two situations are exactly alike. But I also strongly encourage parents, uh, as we've said over and over again, the key words here are going to be flexibility and patience. And just as we ask for your flexibility and patience, we're going to ask you to have flexibility and patience with your ch your children at home. Absolutely. I just saw something online this morning. Uh colleague of mine said that his his child being at home feels like it's he's a little more needy right now and I'm seeing that with my children too and so it is definitely requiring us to take a deep breath realize that our kids are struggling through this as well um, I please want to encourage everybody who's listening go to our Brenham ISD COVID-19 webpage because um, our social emotional coordinators are going to be putting out some tips there to help you work through these challenges with your kiddos. Absolutely. So Doc, fill us in on what's been happening with our drive through meal program. Sure. Um, so we, we realize uh, there's a great number of our students that rely on the school district nutrition programs for food. So we will continue to provide a free drive through hot lunch and bagged uh, breakfast for all students during our school closure. And again, meals may be picked up at Alton Elementary School each day, Monday through Friday, from 11 to 12, at Brenham High School from 11 to 1, and at Goodwill Missionary Baptist Church located at 9180 Texas Highway 105 from 1130 to 1230 each day, Monday through Friday. We are serving roughly 350 students per day at Alton approximately 400 students per day at Brenham High School and nearly 50 students per day at the Goodwill Missionary Baptist Church. And we strongly encourage our listeners out there, if you have not begun coming each day to pick up that lunch, we certainly, if your child needs that or if your child just wants that, put them in the car and, and, and show up and we will gladly serve you with a smile. In total, the Brenham ISD Child Nutrition Department has served over 15,000 meals 15,000 meals in this small uh, town uh, since the school closures. And so we continue and we're committed to doing that. We are also uh, investigating and examining some other ways that we might be able to uh, get food and groceries out to uh, some of our outlying areas. As I said uh, in, in another recording some time ago, uh, our district uh, encompasses 459 square miles. 459 square miles. So kids are coming from all over. And uh, we want to make certain that we are not leaving any child behind. Uh, no child goes hungry under this school closure uh, if we can help it in any way. And so if you know of families that are in need, 
please reach out to me. I am in the office, although the school district is closed, I am in the office every day from 8 to 4 o'clock, sometimes 8 to 5, 8 to 6, whatever it takes. I'm in the office. If there's, if you know of anyone that needs, please email me. Feel free to call uh, or let us know. Get in touch with somebody that might be able to get in touch with us so that we can figure out a way to get food and whatever supplies that family needs and that, that child needs. No child should go hungry during this time. Absolutely. So where can parents go and our community go to get more information about teaching and learning and all of the things that the district is doing through COVID-19? Sure. I think the best place to get the information is at our BISD COVID-19 webpage. And Jessica, you have done a phenomenal job with uh, with uh, developing this page and maintaining it and keeping it updated. This can be found at our main website at brennamisd.net. And on this page, you'll find information about how to minimize risk to you and your family, what Brenham ISD is doing to help keep students and staff safe, and communication updates from the school district and resources for additional information from uh, the DSHS and the CDC. And so there's lots of new information coming out daily. Just yesterday, our governor had held a press conference. And so as we get new information from Washington and Austin, we update our websites. And so we strongly encourage you to go there. And then secondly, we would uh, say that the school district will con continue to communicate broadly any potential changes to the school district operations through its uh, usual channels of email, the district website, the Brenham ISD Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and push notifications through the Brenham ISD free mobile app and that's available through iTunes and Google Play. We certainly ask that you be sure to follow us on social media and download the mobile app if you have not already done so. Listen uh, friends, uh, America is we have a can-do attitude. We've always had a can-do attitude and so I know that we're going to get through this and we're going to get through this together, but we have to follow the protocols that have been put in place for us by our elected officials uh, and by the state health department. And just please follow those things so that we can get back to the normal that we were used to. And I certainly appreciate everybody. We appreciate everything that the community is doing to support us. Uh, and we look forward to seeing our students very soon. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Jackson, thank you for being with us today. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We will be back next week to talk about more great things happening in Brenham ISD.